Okay. Are you are you expecting the unexpected? Well, we're going to be talking about uh, the unexpected, this series that we're on. But before we do that, I need a couple of things uh, from you. Uh, I we we're in this twenty one days of prayer and fasting and just focusing our heart on Jesus and and uh, just what He wants to do. Uh, we had last uh, yesterday, actually last day running together, but yesterday our our twenty one days of worship, uh, prayer, and fasting service yesterday morning went very very well, and. Uh, and Bobby has shared a word on fasting and uh, just spent a little bit of talk- time talking about that. And fasting's not trying to get God to do anything. And uh, fasting actually does something for us. It positions us. It changes us. It does, you know, it's just getting us in alignment with God so that God can do what he wants to do in our lives. And uh, that's just one of the things, many things that he can do through that. Uh, but it, it was a great time. And, uh, and, and during this fasting and praying time, we want you praying during the week and just taking time. There are some prayer sheets in that back table over there if you want to take some of those. they tell you some things to focus on each day during, uh, during the week. And then uh, on Saturdays, for these three Saturdays during this 21 days of prayer and fasting, uh, we are meeting during those Saturdays. This coming Saturday, we're having a prayer walk around the loop and uh, we're just taking, uh, uh, in mile increments, we'll have a leader that's walking and leading that mile. And jo- you can join with them during that mile and walk. And, uh, and then we'll come back after that, and we're going to have a time of worship here. All of that should last about an hour long. And uh, it's going to be an awesome time. It starts at 9 o'clock. If you're going to be a part of the prayer walk, you need to be here at 8.30. And, uh, and, and so you can still join in. I know if you haven't gotten asked, uh, you know, you can still join in. And, or if you haven't connected with a leader to walk, that's fine. Just show up. We'll get you there. We'll get you there. We'll make sure that happens. And then, uh, and then on top of that, uh, the following week, which is on the 23rd, uh, we're having a prayer breakfast. Break fast. Yeah. Breakfast. So we're going to come off that fast with some breakfast. Amen. Amen. For you that are doing maybe a full fast, you might enjoy that. Uh, and and I, I, when I'm asking all our people to do and calling us all to a fast, I'm not saying you 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 talk to God. Whatever He tells you to fast, that's what I want you fasting. Is that is that fair? Is that good? And I've heard a lot of different things. I hear people fasting sugar, and it's almost like they're dying. <laughs> <laughs> And then there's some people that are fasting some other things. They can't maybe do some uh, physical things, uh, fasting physical food or whatever, but they're fasting some, some uh, social media and that type of stuff. And, and that's, that's putting it. And so that they can focus more on God. Amen? And so that we're doing that uh, so during this 21 days of prayer and fasting. But that, that prayer breakfast will start up at 9 o'clock on the 23rd, and uh, it'll go through 10 o'clock, and it'll be an awesome time. And we're going to just see what God has in store this year for our church, for our lives, for our families, and what he wants to do in a big way in this area. I believe that God's up to something. I, I really do. Something great. Some, something big, too. And uh, we get to be a part of this. He, he could have chosen to put us in any other time in history, but he didn't. He chose to put us in this time of history for such a time as this. And it, I believe it's because it's for something significant. We are in the last of the last days, I believe. And uh, I believe that there's some great things that he wants to do. How many of you believe with me? 
I, I mean, I believe it. I believe it with all my heart. And that's one thing. Another thing that I need from you is I need some selfie pictures. Okay? I need some selfie pictures. You can get them to me one of three ways. Uh, you can send them, if you are, have Instagram, you can go on our Instagram account. You can go to our website and get that. Uh, you can do it through Facebook. You can go through our uh, website and get our Facebook account, get on there through there. Or you can send it uh, through email, and you can go to our website and get it, uh, our email account and send it to us email, okay? So if you would send them, uh, I'll, I'll be collecting them all the rest of this month. After this month, don't send me any more selfies, okay? <laughs> But, but this month, sell, send me some selfies, all right? Just uh, whatever you want to send, send. I'm going to be collecting them. And by the way, you sending them gives me permission to show them, all right? You got it? And don't be shy. Send me some, all right? Don't shake your head, no. Obey your pastor. All right. All right. She's all, no. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, all right, here we go. And so selfie pictures. All right, here we go. I want to talk to you today about, in just a little bit of time that I have with you today, talk to you about uh, the unexpected. Uh, last September, God put it in my heart as I was in prayer. Uh, he just, I just felt like he dropped it in my heart that 2016 was going to be a year of unexpected. That we're going to see a lot of unexpected stuff. All from that point on, I started preparing, 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 preparing for the unexpected. Because if you're not prepared for the unexpected, uh, then whatever those things, those opportunities that might come your way, if you're not prepared for them, those opportunities can pass you by. You can have the greatest deal in the world come your way. Uh, I don't care what it is. It may be the deal of a lifetime, but if you're financially, say, for instance, if it's a deal that's going to earn you a lot of money, but if you're not financially in the place to be able to seize that opportunity, then that opportunity has to pass you by, no matter how great of a deal it is. And so we need to be prepared. And I've been preparing myself, I've been preparing our church for that unexpected or unexpected things throughout this year. And I'm excited about what God's going to do this year. And, and so I'm preparing our church. We're lining up stuff, getting stuff ready. I'm meeting with our team and just getting them ready and help making sure that they're getting things scheduled. What gets scheduled gets done. And uh, just getting ready for what God wants to do. And I want to challenge you to do the same. Take this word to heart because if, 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 some, if there's some unexpected things that come your way and you're just not in a position to, to seize that opportunity, that opportunity has to pass you by. And I don't want that. We need to be opportunists, people that are in position to be able to seize the opportunity so that we can, we can seize it, all right? All right, so I want to start out with this scripture, and it's been a scripture that we started out with last week in Ephesians chapter 3, verse 20 and 21. It says, now unto him, or now to him who is able to do exceedingly, I love this, and we're going to talk about this later more so, but uh, able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we could ask or think according to the power, according to the power, remember that, according to the power that works in us. Now it goes on to say in verse 21, to him be glory in the church by Christ Jesus to all generations. I want to make some statements. If you're following along with the notes inside your worship guide, there's some statements I made last week. I'm going to make them every week through, through the course of this, uh, 
this series. First statement I'm going to make is God is always doing so much more than what we think he is. He's always doing so much more than what we think he is. You, only, you and I can only see what he's doing with our eyes and maybe sense a little bit with our heart, but we only see in a part, knowing a part. God's always doing so much more. Thank God for that. I'm so grateful for that, but he's always doing so much more than what we think he is. Second statement I want to make is that 2016, it will be the best year in our life. But I want to follow it with this statement, if it is the best year of our life spiritually. Amen? Amen. And so we need to make sure that we're spiritually healthy. That's one of the reasons why we start this year out. We start this year out with 21 days of prayer and fasting. It's our, it's our tithe. It's our putting God first. It's lie, help us to align ourselves up with what you want to do this year. And so that we're spiritually uh, fit. Uh, there's some people that are not spiritually fit, and so we want to make sure that everybody is in that position to be able to receive what God has for them. Third statement I want to make is this, is that if you will give God, if we will give God our full attention, he will exceed our greatest expectation. He will exceed our greatest expectation. I, I believe that there's unexpected blessings, unexpected favor, unexpected gifts, unexpected God opportunities, ideas, and connections that he has for us. I believe that there's unexpected restorations that he has for us and unexpected moments, God moments. Some of you are going to experience some God moments that are going to be unexpected this year like never before. It's like, wow, where did that come from? And God's going to visit you in such a wonderful, special, special way this year. I believe it with all my heart. So here's what I want to do in our time together is I want to talk about why, why we can expect unexpected, why we can expect unexpected. And I want to start out with this, why, why we can expect unexpected. Number one is for our benefit, for our benefit. I'm going to go back to Ephesians chapter 3, verse 20 and 21. Now unto him who is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we could ask or think according to the power that works in. Get this. To him be glory in the church by Jesus Christ. Get this. To all generations. That's for us. It's for our benefit. It's for you and I. God wants to do it because, because he loves us. I'm going to give you a couple of scriptures, give you a couple of uh, stories, and then I'm going to move on because there's, there's a, I want to make sure I get... Uh, everything in I want to get in today. Uh, Psalm sixty-eight, nineteen says this: "Bless, bless be the Lord who daily loads us with benefits, the God of our salvation." God wants to load us with benefits. He wants to weigh us down with His benefits. I like that. He wants to load us with benefits. His presence, His goodness, His joy, His peace, His, his favor, His blessings, whatever it is, He wants to load us with His benefits. Psalm 103 verse 2 says, Bless the Lord, all my soul, and forget not all His benefits. Psalm 116 verse 12, What shall I render to the Lord for all His benefits toward me? Hey, I like that. And in uh, 1 Timothy 6.17, and uh, this is talking about to those that are rich, and we are rich in America, we're very rich. 
It says, command those who are rich in this present age not to be haughty, nor to trust in uncertain riches, but in the living God, get this, who gives us richly all things to enjoy. Ah, He does it just for us. My grandson's in here. I love you, grandson. Uh, He's in here. And during Christmas, uh, we were opening presents, and my grandson, my granddaughter, opening presents, and man, they're just ripping those presents, and, and you know how kids are, and actually adults are like that too, we just, we just, inside we're doing it, we might be a little bit more restrained on the outside, but inside we're going, oh man, anyway, but, but my grandson and my granddaughter ripping those presents open, oh wow, that's cool, that's cool, that's cool, and then he got to one present, and he opened it, and then he, nobody was looking. It was kind of already all open. And then he, he looks at it and he goes, yes! <laughs> For his benefit. Don't you know that God heaps these things on us just to see his children go, yes! Thank you, God, you're good. You love us. Uh, my, my, my son and daughter-in-law uh, did one of those un- expected to my my wife this uh this christmas it was awesome and it brought me to tears and we're over there i'm very frugal with my home and i don't just you know we'll give it we'll spend it but we just don't do it on us and so we had this you know the dinosaur television the big box, you know, we had that. Tele- Some of you still may have them, but most people don't. You usually have those little ones called flat screens. Well, we, we had this, this dinosaur, and we've been watching. My wife's been on me to buy one of those flat screens. No, 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 no. And then we have two of them. And so I told her, when this one goes out, we're going to use the other one until it goes out. <laughs> and I'm, I'm serious. I'm serious. That's exactly what was going to happen. Well, thank God for my son and, and daughter-in-law uh, Christmas. Uh, everybody's opening up presents. I think she was one of the last uh, to op- uh, open theirs, and, and I don't know, remember how the, it happened, but uh, they wheeled it in behind her and got her a 50-inch. I say her. We both enjoy it. <laughs> 50-inch flat-screen television. Amen? Yes! God does it for our benefits. For our benefit. Amen? Secondly, let me tell you something. God does it for effective ministry. God wants to do uncertainties for effective ministry. Notice here in Ephesians 3.21, it says, To him be glory in the church. In the church. Uh, Ephesians uh, 3.7, it says, if you go on and read, it says, I became a minister according to the gift of grace of God given to me by the effective working of his power. Remember, he said he'll do it to us according to the power that works in us. So God does it so that effective, effective ministry takes place. The faith, the grace, the love of God are the power that God wants to use in and through our lives to impact people's lives here on this earth. And God's going to man. There's been times where God just manifests his grace on me just to have effective ministry. I, it's unexpected and it's just for that moment, for that time, 
to, to speak or to do or to uh, accomplish something in other people's lives. And there's going to be some unexpected things this year just for effective ministry in people's lives. There's also blessings that will come in our lives for more effective ministry. God's going to switch some things around, change some things around, move some things out, move some things in, move some people out, move some people in. I have a story for you. Jamie, would you come on up here and let me uh, grab a mic. I asked her to share this. Make sure we have this uh, being recorded. Okay. Um, yeah, I had an ex- unexpected blessing this last week. I work at an apartment, and we actually want to move to those apartments. And so they're very hard to get into, so I have to look months ahead to see which apartments may be available. Um, and I have been racking my brain trying to figure out which floor plan would work, what's going to fit in our you know, in our budget, everything around. And I've just been in what I call in my head, just been you know, like bouncing back and forth. Maybe this one, maybe that one, maybe this one, maybe that one. And... Um, the one thing that I don't like about our apartments, and I can say that it's recorded. Oh, no. Yeah, I don't have a job anymore. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and no. it does go podcast, by the way. So. The one thing that I don't like about our apartments is they have um, vintage appliances, and they're not the cool vintage. It wasn't a <laughs> – they're just very old, and I was like, oh, but we'll do it. We'll move there and, and um, just trying to figure out which, which – um, apartment to to get and I finally just got sick of thinking about it and staying awake and waking up thinking about it and you know I'd been praying about it but I didn't even know what I was supposed to be praying for so I just was thinking about it thinking about it and I finally just laid it down I was like God you know what we need you know what would be the best apartment for us and I'm just gonna lay it down and I said God You know, you're big enough. You can make the appliances die before we even get in there. (laughs) So then they have to replace them with new ones because you can't get those anymore. So um, anyways, that that Monday or Tuesday, I guess it was, I went into work. I started calling on the renewals. A guy who's been there 15 years, I call him and I just kind of say, do you want me to type up your email or do you want your lease or you want to come in because he's going to renew? And he said, no. I'm not renewing. I'm retiring and I'm leaving. Works out perfect time frame for us. It's the perfect apartment in the favorite, my favorite part in the whole apartment complex. It's a downstairs, which is impossible to get. Just the right floor plan that has just enough room for all of our furniture that we have right now and everything. And here's the kicker. Last week, we had to replace his refrigerator. (laughs) So (laughs) God just answers prayers before we even ask him. So even though it was unexpected to me, like, I was telling Pastor, it's not unexpected to God. Amen. And it was cheaper. It was cheaper. Yes. It was cheaper than what we were looking at. So, yeah, we're going to save about $255 a month. Amen. Praise God. That's awesome. One more. Jacob Ball, our student pastor, come on up. Is it on? Yeah. I get it. Yeah. I get it. How's it going, guys? Um, I've been in Texas for about three years now. Um, Texas rocks. Yeah, I love this place. It's way better than where I came from. Won't even let it come out of my lips anymore. But um, I've been working in the Tyler area, not here, centralized Tyler. I've been commuting for about 45 minutes in different areas uh, that are surrounding for almost three years now. And um, I've been involved with the church now two and a half years, I believe. Mm-hmm. It's right around there. Mm-hmm. You're just going to agree? That's right awesome. Yeah. 
Anyway, um, about it. Right love out. it here. Love it here. This is actually the whole reason that I came to Texas was because of Church on the Move. Uh, not Texas, Tyler. But the whole reason I moved to Tyler was Church on the Move because I felt a connection here and it was great. And for the last two and a half years, um, I've been trying to find work out here just in Tyler. So that way I'm not having to waste time driving 45 minutes or an hour to get to work. And that's too, back and forth. Well, um, I'd been looking, I went through a few temp agencies and nothing was really lining up. And um, I had expressed this to a few different individuals and I got a, a blind phone call um, from my landlord. And, and he had told me, he says, hey, you know, um, I know that you were looking for a new job. I've got one lined up for you if you want it. And so I went in and I did the interview and I was able to take the job. So that's, that's a good thing. Okay, but it doesn't stop there because shortly after that, um, I, was, I received another call, and somebody else had put the word out, and they said, hey, I got somebody that I want you to meet. Um, I gave them your phone number. They may call you about another job offer. So I got a call from them as well, and I went in and did that interview. And um, the first job, I was going to take a pay cut, and I'd already accepted, and I was ready to be here. The second job, I'm actually getting a raise, and I'm starting. The hours are better. I'm closer to home, and I'm going to be able to be here in town with all of you lovely people. And it's going to be awesome. I just want to say that God, both of these calls were totally unexpected. I'm looking over here, and God's like sneaking up behind me saying, hey, I've got, I've got this figured out already. But it takes us trusting him. And when you want to talk about preparing for the unexpected, it boils, it boils down to trust. So if you trust that God's going to do it, then you don't have to figure out how he's going to do it. You just have to turn around and say, oh, hey, God, thank you. So anyway, God is way bigger. He is so, so up to so much more than what we have ever expected or what we planned. Amen. Praise God. Thank you, sir. God bless you. That's good. Effective ministry. So God wants us to expect the unexpected uh, for effective ministry, right? third thing I want to share with you is that why to expect the unexpected is for his glory. Because it, it, it gives him glory. It points everything to Jesus. Uh, remember in Ephesians 3.21, to him be the glory. To him be the glory. For you, God. Because we want the spotlight on you. Because we want people to know you. Because we want people to experience you. Because I'm telling you, there's nothing like a personal, growing, intimate, personal relationship with Jesus Christ. It's not just coming in and knowing Him, but growing in Him. And, and we, want to point, we want to point it to God. To God, all, to God be the glory for what God did for Jacob, for what He did for Jamie, what He's done for all of us. We want to point it to Him. Amen? Uh, matter of fact, of uh, uh, John chapter fourteen, verse twelve through fourteen, it says this: Most assuredly, I say to you, he who believes in in me, the works that I do, he will do also, and greater works than these he will do, because I go to the, my Father. And whatever you ask in my name, that will I do, that the Father may be glorified in the Son. If you ask anything in my name, I will do it. Notice here, he says, I want you asking. Why? Because it's going to bring glory to God. But I'm here to tell you that God wants to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we ask or think. He wants to do the unexpected in our life. And, it, and it's still for the purpose of giving Him glory. 
Because we read that in Ephesians 3.21. It's to him be the glory. And so it's, for, it's to bring God glory. Uh, John 15, verse 7 and 8. If you abide in me and my words abide in you, you will ask what you desire and it shall be done for you. By this my Father is glorified that you bear much fruit. So you will be my disciples. Amen. 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 And so, and then, and then I was thinking about this as I was preparing this, and I was thinking this week, uh, um, Monday, Monday, I called a friend of mine in, in San Angelo. I, I just had him in my heart, still in my heart. Uh, we, we reconnected after years. I haven't seen him since uh, before he got saved. He, he did experience me after getting saved, and and uh, there's a story that he has there, but I'm not going to try to tell it right now. But uh, so he got to see me in Christ, and and I've never seen him in Christ. But uh, he reconnected with me a, a couple of years back, or a few years back, maybe three or four years back. And so we've kept in touch all these years uh, since then. And uh, and so I just had him in my heart, and uh, and and he preaches at his church, and he's one of the teachers there that uh, fills in for his pastor on Sunday and Wednesdays, and and I knew that, and and I and I just I wanted to hear the messages, and I just had him in my heart. I said, send me, send me, send me uh, one of those messages. It's what I was thinking, and so I thought, you know what, I'm gonna I'm gonna call him. So I text him. I said, call me when you have a minute. He texts me back, says, okay. And then right after that text came in, immediately I got the phone call. I said, well, that was quick. And so, and I told him, I said, I said, uh, I said listen, I said, uh, why don't you send me those, uh, th- that teaching that you taught uh, last? I want to hear it. He says, you're never going to believe it. My wife, actually, that was on Wednesday when I did that. He says, my wife told me Sunday that I needed to get that message out to you. And so Monday, I mailed it to you. I talked to him on Wednesday morning, text him and talked to him on Wednesday morning. Uh, about an hour or two later, the mail came, and it was in the mailbox. Yes! Amen? Let me tell you something. To him be the glory. You know, God orchestrating everything. Only God does those kinds of things. God just does great things. He's, he's up to so much more than what we think he is. If we'll just be believing. God calls us to be believers. I asked our team, uh, as part of our team this morning, I said, I said, what, what, a, I said, what do uh, singers do? Sing. Sing. What do what what servants do? Serve. What do givers do? Give. Isn't that right? Yeah. And, and all the, what does God do? You know, he, he does everything, right? He just does the unexpected. He does so many, so many things, and he's up to so much. And I'm here to tell you that 2016 will be the best year of your life. If it's the best year of your life spiritually. I want you to expect it. What do believers do? Believe. Believers believe. If we will believe, I believe, that we'll experience what God says we can experience. And that's according to the power that works in us. What is that power? It's the power of God. It's the power of his love. The power of faith. The power of believing. If we will allow that power to work in us and work through us, I believe that 2016 is going to be the best year 
of our life. Let's pray. Father, we thank you. We thank you today.